0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Sports & Stuff. I'm your host, Andy Resissi. Today, I will be previewing the World Series coming up here on Friday. But before I get into that, I did want to go over a quick food review today... Uh, Jenny and I tried Lake Erie, or no, no, Great Lakes Brewing Company. So we were in the Cleveland area, and there weren't a ton of options around the area we were at. So Jenny suggested we go there. And I'll be honest, I was a little skeptical going in. I'm not a big brewery guy. I'm not a beer guy, and I'm certainly not a craft beer guy. I just I'm not into that stuff at all. Don't like the way it tastes. Uh, I know it's very popular. It's just not something that I really like. And another reason, you know, we were going just for for food. So uh, the last time I went to a brewery and I'm going to blame my sister Val, uh, we were my dad and I went to visit her. She lives in Montana and she was in for a wedding so we could see her real quick one one evening. So we go meet her and she suggests a place that was in the area and it was some brewery. And I'm like, all right, I'll, you know, we'll go. It's definitely not my, uh, my cup of tea, but I figured it'd be something good to eat there. So we walk in and immediately we get, have to sit outside, which I'm not a big fan of. We could talk about that at another time. And they give us the menus And I go, excuse me, uh, to the waitress. I said, it's just the brunch menu. She goes, oh, we're just doing brunch today. Oh, that makes sense. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And yes, I understand some people love breakfast for dinner and stuff. I'm not one of those people. And and also, at a place like this, I don't even remember the name because I I didn't plan on ever going back. (laughs) Um, A waffle doesn't fill me up that's that's great if we're having waffles plural and you know sausage and something else but this place there was not a whole lot. eventually i was able there was a brunch burger it was okay and then uh some version of of course you can't get fries it's some like breakfast wedges so i i I didn't love that place then my sister gets uh avocado toast it's one of those places um now there's a picture circulating out there on Facebook and she she claimed that I got it. She actually got the avocado toast. Now, she only ate part of it and it was freaking 14 bucks. So I go, "Give me that freaking thing. I'll eat it." And I I <laughs> had a few bites of it. It was it was okay at best, but this claim that a piece of toast is a meal. And it was $14. I mean, that is absolutely insane. And, and then, of course, these breweries, they're focused on beer. So I always get a pop. The pop isn't good. It's flat. For those you, you guys that drink pop, you're going to understand. There's places that have good pop and there's places that have terrible pop. And this is one of them. So that's the background of why I was skeptical going into this uh, Great Lakes Brewing Company today. That being said... I was pleasantly surprised. It was very, very good. We we got a few different things. I like to tr- We like to get a bunch of things and try them, a little bit of each, and we share everything. Um, so we got a quesadilla, chicken quesadilla. Fantastic. It was awesome. It, I would say it was, you know, there's a, a lot of places that I like quesadillas, so I don't want to say this is the best one I've ever had or anything like that, but it was very good also we got a, a flatbread pizza it was very good the only thing i i didn't love the sauce but the cheese the toppings the, the crust everything else was very good now the sauce i mean it wasn't my favorite it wasn't bad but that's one thing that i didn't love about it to be honest and then the um the last thing we got was this mac and cheese now that's Typically, I like mac and cheese as a side, but not as a meal. But we got it. It was um, uh, it was like a ch- chicken came on it, and it was absolutely awesome. Highly recommend it. It was it was really really good. So tried each a little bit of each one of those things. Uh, definitely left full. It was the pop was not very good. It was definitely below average pop. That was kind of to be expected. Uh, it was. It was pretty cool setup. It was a nice day out, so it was one of those things where you're sitting inside and outside, kind of like a half and half thing. So I thought that was nice. Some people really like that, but um, overall, I have to, I'll grade it on an A B C D F uh, scale. I don't give out many A's. I, I'm gonna give it an A minus. I was really impressed. I had to uh, typically. I'm not going to give many A's, but I just, I was, it was really good. It would have been an A or an A plus, but I just, the the flatbread sauce was the one thing for me that I just, I had to give it an A minus. But overall, I just wanted to communicate that with you guys. I really, really enjoyed it. So again, that's in Cleveland and that's the Great Lakes Brewing Company. Oh, and I did try their ranch and it was not very good. It was... It was definitely a below-average uh, ranch. It was a, I was just, I dipped my crust in and I felt like I had to do it since we had been talking about it in pre- uh, past episodes. So that was not one of my favorites. So moving on, World Series preview. Boy, uh, who had Rangers versus Diamondbacks before the season? I'm going to say nobody. Um, believe it or not, and you guys might not believe it, the way that the best bets have started this year, but before the season, I did bet on the Rangers to win the World Series, and my ticket was forty-four dollars at forty-five to one odds. So I went a shade over two thousand. And it's funny. The main reason I bet on these guys is because, well, two reasons. One, Bruce Bochy, which he's done a fantastic job, as I expected, and Jacob DeGrom. I was like, if you can just hit lightning in the bottle and this guy stay healthy, I thought their offense would be better. And then you get that bona fide number one starter. Well, in DeGrom fashion, he goes out early in the season. And unfortunately, they've been without him the entire year. They eventually get Max Scherzer, who has helped, but then he got hurt near the end of the season. So what these guys have done has been pretty amazing. Now, just to tell you how unlikely it is to get this matchup, before the season, Rangers versus Diamondbacks matchup was 1,750 to 1 odds that you would get that exact matchup. Boy, I, you know, just my bet having the Rangers was pretty nuts. Most people didn't have that. But to add the D backs in there, pretty amazing. It's the second least likely matchup in history. I was I saw that on a show I watched. Follow the Money. That is a great, great show. Just not quite as good as sports and stuff, but it's really close. Um, I really like those guys, and they had some good stats on there today. They said it was the second least likely matchup. The first was the 1991 World Series uh, between the Braves and the Twins, and that was both teams went from last to first. So that was pretty amazing just to hear about that. And just to tell you how unlikely it was, on October 2nd, so not too long ago, you still could have got 350-1 to one odds that the Rangers would beat Arizona and 415-1 odds that Arizona would beat the Rangers in the World Series. So even at the beginning of the playoffs, nobody saw this coming. So how did we get here? The Rangers went 90 and 72. They ended up tying the Astros for the division, and unfortunately they lost the tiebreaker because again I also bet them to the win the division. So that was a uh, that was a kick in the teeth on the last day. I did hedge it a little bit, so I took home some money, but definitely not as much as if they would have won outright. Uh, then in the wild card round. They played the Rays, who had a really good season. I actually thought the Rays were going to win that series. And the Rangers went on the road and they won both games. They swept them. Then they had to play the Orioles, who had a fantastic season. Again, they swept the Orioles 2-0 on the road. <clears throat> Only played one home game through two rounds. And then this last series, they beat the Astros and the no home team won a game. That is absolutely nuts. I think I saw somewhere that might only have been the second time in history that ever happened, but just a crazy run for the Rangers. Eight 0 at home in the po- or I'm sorry, eight and on the road in the postseason, and one and three at home. That's just been that team has been so streaky this year. They've had long win streaks. They've had long losing streaks. They went through a period of two, three weeks where they couldn't win a game, it seemed like. Then they'd maybe win one, then they'd lose five more, and I'm like, what is going on? And I was paying attention, obviously, because I had these bets, season-long bets riding on them, so I paid close attention to them, and just pretty nuts. Uh, The Diamondbacks, how did they get here? I have no idea. Uh, I watched it, and I don't really know. They went 84-78, and barely make the playoffs. 16 games back from the Dodgers, who won their division. Just amazing how they even got to the playoffs. They had to catch a lot of breaks. They end up getting there, and then they beat the Brewers two games to nothing. I think the Brewers were a slight favorite in that series. Then they shocked the world and beat the Dodgers three games to nothing. Now, that didn't shock me, but I didn't think they would sweep them, certainly and then, boy, the way that NLCS started, Phillies come out after dominating the Braves. They won the first two games, taking out Arizona's best two pitchers. And that home field was rocking. And then they go to Arizona, and Arizona wins two out of three. And and it could have been, the series could have been over, but uh, my boy Kimbrell, Who I, you know, being a Braves fan growing up, I watched him blow a lot. He he was a heck of a closer, but boy, the bigger the moment, the worse that guy seemed to do for the Braves. Well, in a big spot with a chance to go up three games to one, he blows the lead and gives Arizona life. But knowing that they just needed to win one game out of two at Philadelphia, I still don't think the Phillies were super worried. Uh, one of my buddies, Steve France, is a huge Phillies fan. I could tell he was a little nervous, um, but at the end of the day, I, I expected that game six for the Phillies to go off and just win big. I know at the last minute, I'm like, I put in an extra bet. I was like, Phillies are going to win this thing big. And then Diamondbacks got off to a good start, and they end up winning that game. And then game seven, you get a little more nervous, but I still I could not believe that the Diamondbacks got it done. The whole time I was waiting for Bryce Harper or one of those guys that hit a big home run late, and it just never happened. And you have to give the Diamondbacks credit. It seemed like some of their guys might have been a little surprised. Uh, you got to give Torrey Lovello credit. That manager, he's, their manager's done a really nice job keeping the – it seems like they were – after it was two games to none, it seems like they were the only people that believed. I know I, I was off the bandwagon. I was never really on the bandwagon, in fairness, but they did just an amazing job. Uh, so now it's really hard for me to pick who I think is going to win this series. I kind of look at you have to give the Rangers the um, the coaching or manager edge. Bruce Bochy, three-time World Series champion. This is the third team that he's led to the World Series. Back in ninety eight, since a long time ago, I just I remember it's when I first started getting into baseball when they faced the Yankees team and uh when he managed the Padres with Tony Gwynn. So I you gotta give them the mat uh the managerial edge for sure. I think I also give the Rangers lineup the edge, led by Corey Seager, definitely an MVP candidate this year, hit three twenty-seven. 33 homers, 96 RBIs. And then Garcia, I mean, this guy walks out of the box the other day. I thought it was going to end up costing him. So he he hits a ball off the top of the wall ends up getting a single. But he single-handedly led the Rangers to that victory in game seven. He was pretty impressive. This season he had 39 homers, 107 RBI. Um, Montgomery pitched great. In the ALCS, they're going to need him to step up. I think Scherzer's, I believe he's going to throw better in the World Series. I was fading him. He did not throw real well, and I was fading him. That's tough to come back from an injury with no rehab starts or anything. He's a heck of a competitor, one of my favorite players. I anticipate he's going to play or pitch a little bit better in the World Series. Uh, Reasons to like Arizona, Zach Gallion. Uh, he went 17 9, 3 4 7 ERA in the regular season. He didn't throw very good in the last round, though. Uh, Phillies beat him twice. He went 11 innings, giving up 9 earned. He is going to start game one of the World Series. Can he get it back on the right track? I'm not sure. Christian Walker, 33 homers in the regular season. I think he might be the X Factor in the series. He has hit 179 this postseason with only one home run. He's got to get it going if the Diamondbacks won't have any chance. Corbin Carroll, the great rookie, he's had a a really good postseason so far. He struggled in the beginning part of the NLCS, but he did get it going. He's going to have to perform well at the top of that lineup, get on, stole uh, over 50 bases this year in the regular season. I think he's got four or five so far in the postseason but they're going to need to be able to create runs because they're just they're not a team that's just going to mash. I mean, the bullpen has been great. So, can they keep it going? That's definitely a question. Diamondbacks are going to need that to happen. Kelly's going to have to throw good uh a couple times this series and but if I have to make a prediction and I've been wrong a lot, I have to take the Rangers and it probably in a shorter series. It almost reminds me of 2007 when the Rockies went on that great run and then they ended up facing the Red Sox. Could have been the Indians, but then the Red Sox swept them. Just kind of ran out of juice. I feel like that could happen. Now, the Rangers are not as strong as that Red Sox team, but I do think they get on these streaks where they're very streaky. So if they get off to a good start, there's no telling. If, you know, maybe the series ends in four or five. Um, going to my best bets. Um, millions of fans have been calling me, texting me, really upset that I'm 0 two. I've cost them money. Apologize about that Lakers game. Uh, Anthony Davis, boy, he got off to a good start, then he scores zero in the second half. But no excuses. Uh, I'll just, you know, it's not how you start; it's how you finish, right? That's what everybody tells me. Got to have a short memory. I'm going to get us back on the winning track. I have two best bets today. Now, one is a season long one. That is DeMar Hanlon to win comeback player of the year. You can get that at minus 165 on BetMGM. I think so. He's played a little bit of special teams so far this season. And I'm going to do a five unit play on that. Because I don't see how they don't give it to him. The guy literally died on the field. And then the Bills training staff and a lot of people who, by the way, they got an S.B. for it, which is obviously well-deserved. They saved the man's life. And and you could we talk about heroes a lot, but those those guys are heroes. Um, amazing story and amazing what they did. And just to have DeMar back on the field this year, at all. He's playing special teams. I'm not sure if his role will get better or not. But just that he's alive and he's playing football. I don't know how you give it to anybody else. And if he starts playing some defense, I assume that number's gonna go way up. So I decided to catch the number early. I feel like you gotta I've heard some people talking about that. So I took a look at it and I completely think it's a it's a great call. Two is up there, two or three to one. What's he really coming back from? just not as good of a season or a small injury. The guy died on the field. I mean, he was brought back to life. So I think uh, that's going to, that's going to be something you got to wait a while. And obviously we'll check back on that, but that'll be a pending play. And then a one unit play on the bills, minus eight and a half against the Buccaneers. Tough, tough to play the bills right now. I feel like something's off, but I'm seeing Baker Mayfield play like we know Baker Mayfield can play, which is not very good. So I'm going to take the Bills. I think the Bucks are really struggling, the score, and I think the Bills can get the offense going a little bit. And I always tend to – I like the home team on these Thursday night games. Short week, tough for the visitors team to have to travel. You don't get a lot of practice time. Uh, so I'm going to take the bills this week and hope to get a win here and prove myself to you guys a little bit. So I appreciate everybody listening. I've had a lot of fun with it so far and continue to make the comments. I I like getting the comments positive or or even negative just to uh, give me ideas for the future. So thanks for listening. Have a great day and good luck to all you sports bettors. Take care.